Mysterious Traveller. Operation Tomorrow. April 11th, 1950. Radio script. This is the Mysterious Traveller, inviting you to join me on another journey into the realm strange of thrilling, terrifying, and terrifying. Hope you enjoy the trip. Will thrill you a little, chill you a little. So settle back, get a good grip of your nerves, and be comfortable. If you can be, be can, as we journey through young with the young scientists of the unknown future story, I call Operation Tomorrow. The story begins a scientific laboratory cut out of solid rock, many feet underneath New York City University. Mister Mays Electronic Apparatus. Professor Wilmer Welcome, Relay smoke pipes like a man in making methodical methodical tests. Aided by his new assistant Fred Andrews. Beeping, Malcolm. The main apart coils seem to be working the way they should. You read, read, read the meters, Fred? Andrews, yes, Professor. I wish I knew what we were doing. Megan, well, you will in a few seconds, my boy. And wind up a long clock, put it here on this lead table, sent to the magnetic field. And is this an old alarm clock? Malcolm, yes. Winding and ticking of a clock. Andrew's hit there. All right, it's, a, it's an magnetic field. Now what? Malcolm, now I'm going to turn on the current. You give me the readings as we go along. Andrew's right, sir. Welcome, here we go. Beeping and begins an increase in frequency. Numbers come up. Welcome, the readings, please. Being Andrews, 1,000 volts positive. Main input, 2, 1,500, 2,000, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8,000, 9, 10,000. Malcolm. All right, we've reached critical voltage. Now watch the clock closely, Fred. And the clock, yes, sir. Light's getting a little hazy. Hard to see. Now it's transparent, as if it was made of glass. What is this, Professor? Malcolm, patience, my boy. Watch and observe. This, that's the scientist's motto. Andrews, the tick's getting fainter. They now, the clock is disappearing, Professor. Clock has vanished. Megan, so it has gone completely. Andrews, but... But where? Don't tell me you've discovered the secret visibility. Megan, oh, something bigger than that, Fred. But watch now, I'm going to cut off this alpha tubes. Now cut in the beta tubes. They'll give us a negative charge and reverse the magnetic field. Hey, Fred? Andrews, yes, sir. Madam, here we go, reading please. Andrews, 2,000 volts negative. 3,000 volts negative. 4,000. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand volts negative. Malcolm, good. I'm holding the field at ten thousand. Now watch where the clock was. Andrew's watching, sir. Good Lord, I see a ghost of a clock there. Just a misty outline. Now it's becoming clearer and clearer. It's transparent. Now it's almost solid. Why? I can hear it ticking again. Malcolm, there, it's back. Yes, Fred, the clock is back. As you can hear, it's still in good working order. Andrews, but where was it? Where did it go? Malcolm, where did it go? It went to the future. Andrews, into the future? Malcolm, yes, my boy. 
A clock has just penetrated approximately one year into the future. You witnessed the demonstration something that, up to now, has always been considered a fantastic idea, dream, time travel. And good Lord, Malcolm, well, that's enough for today. You're coming home with me, Fred, while I tell you my plans. Andrews, how did you stumble into the time travel effect, sir? Agamwell came about almost by sheer accident. I am purpose, which is a top secret operation developed by electronic controls, weapons, atomic base spaceships. And as you mean, you, they've been developed? Malcolm, no, not yet, but it shouldn't be long now. Time to make incredible, incredibly rapid advances. Sometimes it worries me. And travel so fast, there's a danger of collision. And yes, I know, we're all of us worried about the world. It's headed for a quadratic disaster. There doesn't seem to be anything we can do about it. Malcolm, perhaps there is. That's what I've been working around. I tell you, Fred. And as well, what, Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, well, this time, try and affect. This time, travel effect. I stumbled upon accidentally. I've kept it secret. The only person besides myself I know about to know about it. And a flatty sir. Malcolm, I know I can trust you. I need your help. I'm not sure we're really ready for time travel. As you are just saying, we're going to be gone so fast now. So many discoveries. What? But we don't know how to handle the work for the world. And we don't know how to handle for the world's good. I hesitate to add one more little one to the list. Angela, you think I understand. Malcolm, on the other hand, maybe this could be used for mankind's benefit. Have a wild scheme, Fred. The very specific and yet. Angela, what is it, Professor? Malcolm, well, it's this. I propose to send you a little jaunt in the future. And is into the future. In, into the future? Malcolm, yes. I want you to bring back information. I want to find out what's in store for us mortals in the 20th, of the 20th century. Fred? If it's a bad war, perhaps just knowing about it, peace of advance not any make may make it possible to prevent it. Do you follow me? And as it would be like knowing in advance about a train wreck, and then seeing what it that it doesn't happen. I am can I know you understand. That's why I sent for you. As soon as we completed our test, I suppose to send you back through time one hundred years into the future. The traveller for days and weeks, and when Andrews, Professor Malcolm have experimented, so be sure it would be possible to send a human being back into the future, bringing him back safely. At last, they're ready for the big test, the actual transformation of Fred himself through time. And to Professor, I'm ready. I'm ready. Why are you hesitating? Malcolm, well, Fred, seems to be working suspicion growing in my mind. And what suspicion, sir? Malcolm, I don't think this is going to work. Andrews, Professor, we spent dozens of, uh, uh, we sent dozens of objects into the future, brought them back, even live live animals, dogs, cats, dogs. Oh yes, but they've never brought back an object for the future itself. I mean, one we don't, didn't send them there. Andrews, but no, that's true. Malcolm, then what? And I wonder if, well, no matter, we see, no, and remember, gather all the information you can. Get back to this spot in six hours from now. I'm back to this return field. Then bring you back to 1915. And yes, sir, I'll go with my best. Malcolm, I guess. That's all. Good luck, sir, my boy. 
Andrews, thank you, sir. BPM begins Malcolm five thousand volts. Positive six thousand volts. You feel how do you feel? Andrews, I feel fine, sir, Professor. Malcolm eight thousand volts. Nine, ten thousand critical voltage. You're beginning to move forward into time. Getting transparent now. Can you hear me? And mechanically and far off. Yes, Professor Malcolm, I hear you. But you sound very far away. I can't see you any longer. Seem to be in the middle of fog and mist. Now I'm just surrounded by blackness. I can't hear or see anything. Babylon is gone. Hey, heaven. He comes back safely. Mysterious traveller. A long time, Fred Andrews. Felt as if he was feeling dizzily through the empty darkness. Then the feeling passed. He curiously opened his eyes to find himself standing in an empty room. A body which he had just left hundred years ago. And steadily he crossed the room with a difficulty. He opened the door. He grasped. Outside was a maze of corridors and hallways. Bravely lighted, briefly lighted, as his whole city had been carved out of rock and atonite. He stood there. Someone came walking swiftly past him and trapped a girl in a full military uniform. Andrews, I beg your pardon? French, yes. Andrews, but can you tell me, French, what are you doing here? Andrews, I. French, this section is forbidden to civilians. Andrews, forbidden to civilians? Don't get it. French, how did you get past the guards? Why are your identification papers? Andrews, identification? Well, wait a minute. Since when does an American citizen have to carry identification papers? French, ever since the wall side. And you know quite well. Put your hand your hands. Andrew the gun. Now look, now look, miss. You don't have to threaten me. I'm harmless. French, stand still. I want to see you're carrying a weapon. And as well, satisfied. The only weapon I have is a fountain pen. French, what's your name? Andrews, Frederick Andrews, PhD. French, your draft card, please. Andrews, draft card? Look, what's got all this about? War? Draft cards? Investigation papers? All these tunnels be dug up here? I'm a stranger here. French, I don't know what you're up to, but no one could be that ignorant. You're not, you're not coming with me. See, Colonel Phillips. Andrews, Colonel Phillips? French, he's a security officer on Earth, this sector. Certainly hope you have a good story to tell him. Fetch, so your story, Mr. Andrews. You come from the Vienna 1950. You must realize this very convincing tale, French. Completely unconvincing, is my opinion, Colonel. And as well, it's an only story I have. I was born in 1923 in the 1950. Professor Will Welcome of City University sent me to the future. Now I'm here, and oh, I forgot to go the date. French, it's April 10th, 2050. And exactly 100 years, Professor Malcolm's calculation accurate to almost a minute. French colonel, it's my opinion, the man's a very clever spy. And he's a spy, but look at that, that, that stuff you took. My pockets, notebook, building bee, my driver's license, dated 1950, as coins and bills and cigarettes. The cigarettes, surely they convince you. I come from 100 years ago. Face, I think we can settle the question, Mr. Andrews. The technical department can tell you whether currency is a genuine or perhaps how old it is. Lieutenant French, French, yes, sir. Fetch, send all these things to paramedic true to the technical department. I'll send for immediate report, French. I have a report with you in half an hour. Fetch, when the report comes, Mr. Andrews, I know, you, I know how to handle your case if you are a spy. 
You will know the penalty and as well. I'm not worried, Colonel. Now, may I ask you a few questions? Are you at war? Yes, we are indeed at war. And is a nose, a nose, miles, a tunnel of the sea. Cut out all the sudden rock. This is the city which is treated on the ground, Mr. Ventrue. No one lives on the surface now. And good Lord, how long has the war been going? Fates, we've been at, we've been at war, Andrew, Mr. Andrews, on and off. Course of history periods in between both, both sides of shield I sit up for ninety five years. And as well visit at last. Hello, Professor French Lieutenant French. French, I'm sorry, Mr Andrews, that we had to keep you locked up until you were clear. And does that mean you believe my story now? French let me visual technical division says your story is true. Andrews is true, uh, free now? French, well, not exactly, Mr. Andrews. It's a military sector. It's a military sector of civilian. But I'll be, be, I might be, I'll be your guide for the time being. And it's good. Then suppose I call you Emily. And you could call me Fred. Fred, all right, Fred. Andrews, there's a good deal I want to see and learn before. Go back to 1950. French, go back? You mean you can return? And of course, Professor Malcolm, return on his graduate. Bring me back at five o'clock. French, it's only three hours. I have to report this to Colonel Matthews. Uh, after I've reported, what we'd like to do? Andrews, I'm anxious to see what's going on. I'd like to collect a number of books with the latest scientific historical data. Take them back with me. French, yes, all right. I'll phone the Colonel. Then I'll show you around. French, Fred, here's the piloting room for the flying bomb attack. And good lord, it's big as a theatre, and it's dark. What the big ball with the lights on it? That's a chart ball with records of every cause, every flying ball. Been a thousand miles of American territory. Voice one. Self guided missile entry and detection over Greenland, general course south, southwest, way two. Here they plotted, sent us interceptor rockets when he reaches zone four. Voice one, yes, sir. Vector gate 34-35. Successful intercepted at defence zone four. French, now you see, French. Two lights went, just went down. Out. Seems, means we've sent up destroyer rockets. We've brought the bomb down. Voice one, rocket bombs. 39 to 21 of the of eluded interception as 0-3. 0-3. By as own two to be project. Use inspect in, interceptor L one hundred as own one. French O one hundred is our new top secret interceptor. Fred hardly anyone knows how it works. But it, it never fails, Andrews. Four more lights went out then. French uh-huh. Here goes the report. Voice one last four rocket successful intercepted. Voice two Roger that. French well Fred what do you think of the modern warfare? And it's, oh, it's horrifying. Everyone has to, here seems to take us to clown me, French. You can't get excited when the thing has lasted almost a hundred years on and off. And it's that night. That light, the number 25, is still on or moving, French. It should have been destroyed by now. They do, you suppose? Voice one, rocket. Number 25, 25, eluded the French Scepter and attacked by L100. French, it has. And can't have. Report 2. Report on 1225, please. Voice 1. Detection base found from 3. Reports. Number 25, apparently. New stop. Rocket. Non metallic instruction. Able to battle in cut sighting. 
mistreating me up but at Ailman hundred. Where so uh, operation I ordered my technical crew to search the fragments after blankets. Send general warning to the eastern sub seaboard area. Give positive strike prediction. Voice one, very good, sir. All personnel in eastern districts will personnel bomb strikes in ten seconds. Prairie area, bomb strikes you in five seconds. Four seconds. Bomb strikes you in three seconds. Two seconds. One second. Close your voice one. All personnel bomb strike over. French, all right, Fred. I'll take you to the ruins of room next. You'll see for yourself what he said he looks like in the year 2015. French, Lieutenant French, reporting back with Mr. Andrews, sir. Fred, it's very good, Lieutenant. Well, Mr. Andrews, have you had a good look around? As yes, sir. So the city for television viewing screens. But it's not quite the city you left, is it? And is it's all, it's unbelievable. The acres of twisted steel and unfolding stone, and skeletons of giant buildings lying across one another, rustings like the end of the world. But it's not quite, perhaps not even the end of civilization. Man is an adaptable creature. And is, are, we, are we winning, sir? For it's nobody wins a war anymore, Sanders. Only up my own, we hope that when the end comes, there'll be peace, nerve forever. Andrews, but how did it start, sir? We're trying so hard to vent the war back in the 1950s. In fact, one reason for my trip was in time, into time was to get information that might help us keep war from breaking out. Phillips, Lieutenant French, viewed. Why don't we think of that? Why didn't we think of that? French, think of what, sir? Phillips, it's where you If the war of 1950s, no, well, the 1950s knows the truth. Maybe it wouldn't happen. Neither they could prevent the accident. Accident. It's that started all this back in 1955. Well, at least I know they know the truth. It does happen. French, of course, sir. So Esther Andrews can take the true story back to the head of him. And what story? Don't follow you. French, friend, friend. You know, asked him, you asked him in a war safe. Andrews, yes. French, it started because of an accident over the literary world. Fitz, yes, my boy, it's horrible already. French, French, listen. But listen, during the 1950s, with the government of established a special assignment based in the heart of it was Arizona Desert, a little town called Red Rock. And it's a Red Rock, Arizona? Uh, Fred, French, yes, that's right. The first space rocket was put into production there, and what was pushed on to, pushed on the problem, pushed to the problem of fuel. But it's during the course of the experiment, explosion occurred late in the 1955. French, this was a terrific blast by that whole base. So the first pulse of saw of charge, the enemy had blown up the base because they were afraid we were on the verge of getting space fights. But before the truth became known, on you put screen for retaliation, the enemy came picking up Wanneke, decided to strike first and phase out one of the war was on. When we discovered the blast, we really accident. It's too late to stop. Andrews, that's horrible, sir. More because everyone just was too dreadfully fates, but it does have to be, does it? Don't you see? You take it back to the true story before it happens. It doesn't have to happen. Now look, I've assembled a dozen books for you. Information in them will enable you scientists to vent the blast at Red Rock Banks, French. Now, Fred, you've got to get the facts back to them. You have to got to. 
and is a will, believe me, Professor Malcolm, I will see to it that this war does not start in our time. Then it's good. Well, come along. You only five minutes more. And is this is the exact spot where I was lying when I came through, trying to venture Colonel Phillips. But it was only thirty seconds more. If only you said thirty seconds more, Andrews. Memory pressed the lesson. Oh, accident of red rock on the world. Those these books hold over close to you, and they all go back, so they can go back with you. And yes, sir, there I got a good grip on them. Fred, French Fred, and yes, Emily, French. Oh, just good luck. And thanks, maybe I'll pay you another visit in 2050. French, I hope so. French says for 1600. Professor Malcolm is on the line, on time. Beeping begins. French, look, Colonel, he's getting transparent. Now he's disappearing. And we're currently in the far off. Goodbye, Emily. I guess is it, it. Hope to see you again sometime. French, but sir, the books, they aren't disappearing. They're as solid as ever. Fred, Fred, and what? I can hardly hear you. Everything's a grey, Missy. You still there, Emily? You're still there? French, the books, Fred. And it's Andrews. You're coming back with the books. They're staying here. Malcolm, he's apparently appearing. You're turning. Thank heaven. It's, it's safe. Fred, my boy. Fred, what's the matter? You're staring at me as if you didn't know me. Here, Fred, let me help you up. It's I, Professor Malcolm. And Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, yes, don't tell me. Don't tell me you don't remember. And it's Professor Malcolm. And Malcolm, yes, Fred, what's the matter? And it's my head. Feels so funny. Can't seem to remember who you are or what happened to me. What am I doing here? Malcolm, well, Fred, who are you? And it's go, oh, Professor Malcolm, it's good to see you, sir. Malcolm, I can't tell you how I've been blaming myself ever since the experiment. And oh, nonsense. And suffered any harm? Just a blank piece of my mind. Can't stand it. You suppose the experiment failed? Malcolm, well, you were gone for six hours somewhere. That's all I know. Fred, if you didn't get did get to 25, five, Fred, and it's just so. Malcolm, well, I have a theory that below, they can move from past to the future. It's impossible anything belonging to in the future to move into the past. The structure of time travel, time itself prevents that. And I see, Malcolm, so if, if they did try to bring back any books or papers, they stay behind. And his own, you must be right. Malcolm, you can't remember because nothing that you didn't take you could come back with you. Even including sensory impressions in your brain cells, the very act of returning, why don't you manage Andrews? Maybe it went out again. We could find it some way around the problem. It must be some way, sir. Malcolm, not now, Fred. I'm dropping the whole subject for the fine being and transferred to a new assignment. You're coming to me, Andrews. Well, what's that assignment, sir? Malcolm, all the spaceships and such now are concentrated in a new base are being developed. You and I going out there to help develop fuel. They'll take a rocket to the moon. Andrews, see, where is the base, Professor Malcolm? Malcolm, oh, someplace in the west. I believe it's called Red Rock, Arizona. And Red Rock? That means seems awfully familiar to me. I wonder why. Mysterious Traveller, this is the Mysterious Traveller. Well, time travel doesn't seem it to be all it's been. All it's been painted. Especially if you don't remember what's happened when you get back. 
you have aren't worried about the future, are you? You know that tonight's a story. Couldn't possibly happen. Or could it? Well, you have to get it up, get off now. I've got, I'm sorry, but I'm sure we meet again. I'm sure the same train. I can't eat the same train at the same time. The same time.